Uh, so for a while now, I've been trying to t- I'm trying to like show people how smart Rain is. Mm-hmm. Um, that she can actually speak in a lot of cases, speak, uh, speak her mind. And so uh, the other day, I was showing her off to some of my friends, and I was saying, um, "Hey, Rain, why don't you tell everybody how how good you are at talking?" <laughs> um, R- Rain, how, how's uh, how's life been treating you lately? And she said, "Rough." And I said, <laughs> "I said, what's above us right now, Rain?" And she said, "Roof." And then I said, "Who is the greatest baseball player that ever lived?" And she says, "Ruth." And then they all just go shut up, and they walk away. And then Rain turns to me and she says, "Maybe I should have said Mickey Mantle." <laughs> <laughs> that is a perfectly, that is a very refined dad joke. I Thank mean, you. It's like Chef Kiss. Believe it or not. <laughs> My dad told that joke today. <laughs> I was, I was, taught, and appropriately so. I was taught by the greatest. All right, here's another one. So, me and Zach are uh, driving in a car last week, and um, Zach is kind of a wild driver, if you guys don't know. And um, we get to this red light, and he just mm-hmm. blows right through it. And I said, Zach, what are you doing? We're just trying to get lunch. We're like, why are you being so crazy? And he's like, don't worry. My sister drives like this all the time. And I said, well, that doesn't really excuse. And we just kind of went on. It was a little awkward. So then the following week, same deal. Red light, uh, you know, Keeneland intersection, blows right through it. Cop pulls us over, EKU cop. So, you know, he was giving us a break, but he was just like, what were you thinking? And and Zach, again, he says, you know, my sister drives like this all the time, officer. And, you know, you know, you don't see her getting pulled over. And he's like, "Mm, whatever. Good point. I'll just give you. (laughs) So then uh, so then last week, I don't know why, but I was riding with Zach again and we get up to this green light and he just slams on his brakes. And I said, all right, what the heck are you doing? And he said, my sister might be driving the other way. (laughs) (laughs) Two really good ones. There you go. You like those guys? Are we in the joking I'm, spirit now? Yeah, I'm saving them in the in the dad joke bank up Please. here. Oh, yeah. you got oh, a few months and yeah. you better deliver. Yep. All right, so you guys ready to start? I'm ready. I'm and set. I am set. <laughs> and, and I'm Bob. <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> and welcome, welcome to, to the, the ready, set, set go. go. <laughs> What? We are in a silly mood tonight. Weird. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the House Plans Podcast. Uh, we're here to talk about music, media, media and, the and the mission, mission of, Jesus. of Jesus. But today, part of that media, we're going to be talking about another M, and that is memes. Mama, memes. What if? What if our intro was like, we're here to talk about memes, mad skills with your. Body. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of like dankery. I'm trying to think of three uh, uh, stupid internet like things, like sub oh, subcultural okay. things. Trolling. Memes. It has to be M. Oh, okay. Um, memes. memes. Um, mad media, media marketing. Media multi multi level marketing. Multi level marketing. Multi level marketing. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> okay. And so. being mad on Twitter. Good. There you go. Well, Twitter's the place to be mad because everybody's it's mad. It's the angriest that. place in the world. Twitter Twitter is the place. Yeah, I, I, oh I, I would argue that you're probably right. Um, okay, so, uh, man. So today we are taking a break from our uh, heavier theological uh, podcasts mm-hmm. or from uh, a podcast where we discuss music and things like that. We are going to center on... Something really fun uh, Zach came up with. Uh, Zach, tell the audience about your inspiration, and then we'll head into our worship song. I think we were just kind of talking about what we should do for an episode, and um, I am a uh, connoisseur of a good meme. Uh, This is true. uh But I don't uh, don't end up with a ton of atheist memes. in you know on my facebook feed or anything like that right but i've seen them before and actually some of them are quite funny um we are the type of christians who can laugh at ourselves um but we also know a lot about scripture and i feel like it would be um fun for us just to react to some memes and uh yeah see what's being said out there and um i guess what we'll do is we'll kind of describe the meme format some of these are kind of like ones that are familiar that you might have seen before. Sure. We'll just kind of describe the picture and I might link it somewhere yeah, in the, in the it, description. It might be interesting to just post yeah. like a collage of these in one big picture or something. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, before we get into it too heavy, uh, let us uh, commence with some worship. Um, I've told Zach repeatedly yep. that this is my favorite worship song that he does, uh, The One We Serve. Ah, yes. And, uh, it's Zach, a classic. Zach and I, now that we are in sort of a different sort of configuration. Two rooms. We have decided to start yep. trying our best at uh, doing worship uh, with Zach Dunn and Corbin and me here. And I think it turned out pretty good. So, um, yeah, without further ado, here is our folksy, chill version of This is the One We Serve. All right, let's do it. Light of the world, light of the world 
Father, I just thank you for uh, the chance to get together with these two guys and um, and worship you and try to honor you with a podcast. Um, I pray that tonight, especially, Lord, that you would draw people in um, by the interest of something kind of zany and funny. Um, I pray, Lord, that um, we would just have fun as we look at these, um, but that we would also discuss your word um and we would talk about you and that it would just all go to your glory um i thank you so much for this community and everybody that is listening in jesus name amen amen Amen. sweet so one thing i want to make clear going into this is that um is is that there are some listeners who might hear this topic of atheistic memes and they're going to what what they're likely going to hear in experience is is a viewpoint that is very anti-Christian by by nature by being we're, atheist. We're allowing the anti-Christian viewpoint to have a bit of a platform, <laughs> and, and and so some are more inclined to become angry towards a lot of these. And I would encourage you guys yeah. just to to kind of refrain from the anger a little bit and just and just kind of just absorb what people are thinking. Now sometimes they might the, the reasoning yeah. might be completely off. But the point is that these are viewpoints that are out there. And if we don't mm-hmm. know about them, then there's no way that we're actually going to be able to yeah. appropriately and properly address them because there is an improper way to do things in a proper way. And we don't have like the creators of each of these memes on to like defend what <laughs> kind of where they were coming from. So we were literally just talking about the actual picture itself <laughs> sure. and the message yeah. behind it. So. We uh, we don't like to delve too deeply into meme creators because if you really think about it, um, they're just regardless of how funny it is, it could be a Christian meme, it could just be yeah. any old meme about anything, but you got to imagine it's just some dude like in their house going like... <laughs> or lady. <laughs> oh my God, or, or lady, sorry. Uh, but it's just some person like sitting at their computer going like... <laughs> I am so hilarious. They're going to like this one. Oh, man. All over Facebook. I'm going to have everybody sharing Colin this Colin, are you saying you know this from experience? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Earlier tonight, I tried my hand at making memes with Zach's face. That's, That's maybe, we'll, fun. maybe we'll post some of them. They'll seem like nonsense, <laughs> probably. <laughs> I think my problem was I made them really personal. <laughs> Zach be like, hey, Colin, do this. And I'm like, no. <laughs> Don't you get it, guys? It's a good meme, right? Yeah, the whole world has been there. That's one of those that's so true jokes. Yeah, right. It's like <laughs> um, friends. It's really relatable. <laughs> but I would argue, too, I would say that uh, Jesus might have, if he was to to come in human yeah. form instead of uh, a few thousand years ago to come today, I o- almost wonder if he would use memes to get his point across. Well, he did use parables. Mm-hmm. If you think and about it. And they do often yeah. have a twist or punchline to them. And they've got like, um, he has like the parable format. Like he's always talking yeah. about like a farmer. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So like, what if the farmer. The, the, re- the relatable yeah. individual in that day and age. was. What if, what if like the farmer and the parables was like good guy Greg or something? <laughs> 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 so what's what's funny is that I would almost argue that like the Pharisees and the Sadducees and people that like accuse Jesus of doing things wrong were sort of like atheist memes. And then he would be like, yeah. oh, yeah. And then he would have like a heck of a reply that nobody could refute. It would be a grumpy cat with like what the Pharisee said. Like, do you, remember, <laughs> do you remember when like he's sitting with all the tax collectors yeah. and like, what are you doing? Like, that's just lame. And he's like, I didn't call to I didn't come here to. To save the good people, but the ones who are sick, okay? Uh-huh. And they're just like, well, you're dumb. Well, and he says, uh, he uses puns because he says uh, to Peter, he says, no, your name is Peter, which is a word that means rock. Yeah. And then he goes, and on, on this that rock, rock, I will build, build my church. <laughs> oh, he's fun. He's a funny guy. <laughs> so, okay, um, let's just hop right in. Okay. Because we probably have so a So let's take turns could... describing these. So okay. you want to describe this first one or? Uh, sure, why not? Yeah. I, so me and Zach just put a few in here, uh, just random memes that we found. Uh, uh, we, we refrain from doing anything too nasty or anything that involves celebrities. Uh, but this one, this first one is an image of a celebrity. We're, I mean, like a celebrity quote. This is like a typical meme format, though. Yeah, it's always mm-hmm. a celebrity's face. Yeah. Doing something or it's an art piece doing something. So this is Kevin Hart with his surprise with his atypical eyebrows raised uh, mouth, like kind of like 
frowning yeah, sort of yeah, like it's, 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 it's the, the surprise disappointed what the, are you what's going on kind of right. look and this is what it says <laughs> at the top in big letters when you realize that god commands serial killing and then it quotes an out of context scripture ezekiel 9 6 slaughter the old men the young men and women the mothers and children but do not touch anyone who has the mark <laughs> begin at my sanctuary so they began with the old people who were in front of the temple. He's like, excuse me? Master Skywalker. <laughs> the, the too many oh, there were them. younglings in the What were we the going temple? to do? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, okay. it was a very Old Testament, like, slaughtering. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, some, some people don't understand that, that God commands genocide in a lot of cases. It's not just serial mm-hmm. killing. It, I mean, in some cases... Um, I mean, that's why that's why Saul was removed from power was because God said, destroy everything, leave mm-hmm. nothing behind. And he chose to bring some things back and even take the, the royal family captive. And then he tried to employ and, a, and, a and, witch and, and yeah. uh, tried to get Samuel's well, decree on it. Well, yes, yes. But the point is that Samuel <laughs> removed him from power because uh-huh. as king because he would not. Sorry. Wow. Oh, my gosh. We were doing so good. No, keep it in. I keep dropped, that in, too. We should, we should just keep it in. <laughs> I dropped Kevin Hart on the floor. So. <laughs> All right. So he's trying. He's trying to. He says, "I want you to be removed from power." Yeah. yeah. He didn't want to do it. Yeah. It's, so Samuel, God's prophet, removed Saul from power because he did not commit genocide, not just serial killing where some are spirit, but pure genocide. And the, what people don't understand in a lot of these scriptures, the context that God is creating a pure nation, and that that is his goal. He, he wants he wants yeah. a faithful, righteous nation, not like pure like like. Um, you know that you know no unclean, but pure as in as in those who are dedicated to God, and that's what this was after. Is, is that in, so? This was part of a vision that Ezekiel was experiencing, and we don't know like what all goes into the judgment of God. Yeah, because like um, I heard an apologist one time kind of talking about the issue with like Joshua, because in the book of Joshua, God's having people be. Oh yeah, slaughtered all yeah, over the, the place. Yeah, the city of Jericho for it was, yeah. was is the more cla- is the classic more famous well, example. Was, this guy was talking to some college students and he's like, "You know what they did in that city?" He said the pagans there would take babies and they would like take a bronze statue and they would heat up the statue. It was like a statue of one of their gods had these bronze hands sticking out and they would take babies and set them on these bronze hands almost like they were ovens and they'd like cook like infants alive. Which you know, sorry if that's a bad visual, Yikes. but like but, that's that's the kind of things some yes, of these people it, were doing. It's, it's not like these were yeah. just st- you know cities that were actually worshiping God or doing mm-hmm. all the great things. The reason why God has His wrath out on these on these cities is because they were doing things wrong. And mm-hmm. in this case, well, this it, was this was Jerusalem itself. So yeah. his point was, my wrath is, is is not spared just because I call you my people. I still want you to be a righteous people that represents me well. So, so here's here's the best way I can put this into perspective for anybody who logically wants to say like, oh, that's still like, you know, bad. I would say this. At any given time, God may be protecting you from all kinds of evil. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's it, in a lot of ways, it's like your father protecting you, a drunk teenager, from getting behind the wheel. But then you like punch your father and like pull out a gun and say like, no, I'm going to do what I want to do. And then your father goes like, okay. And then you hop behind the wheel of the car and you crash. Like, so what I'm saying is like a lot of, a lot of the cases where God is like, listen, I need you guys to repent of all the sinful, bad stuff that you're doing because it's harmful to you and harmful to everyone around you. And you're doing these terrible things. And then they're just like, nah. And then he's like, well, I was holding back these armies on your behalf. Yeah. But now I'm just going to let just just let let it happen. Let let them do what they do in their sin and whatever. So then people who are like, wait a minute, that's not okay," (laughs) And it's like, well, is like we we all are living in a world that's full of sin and sin affects us all in different ways. Sinful people hurt us. We as sinful people hurt other people. And God's God's 
sitting here saying, no, listen, I am, I am going to like intercede on your behalf and protect you. What mm-hmm. is it called? A hedge, a hedge of protection. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because that is Satan's greatest weakness is shrubbery. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, so I guess, in a, <laughs> I guess in a lot of ways it's, it, it, we're looking at it of saying like, wait a minute, I didn't do nothing. And I, you know, yeah, it's like, but back then they had the whole civilizations that yeah. were, that were built around, uh, doing evil stuff, and then God was like, "Well, if you don't, if you don't want to repent of all of yeah. this, then I'm we, just going to let evil stuff yeah. happen." Technically, it's all civilizations that are built <laughs> around doing yeah. evil stuff, basically. Yeah, and so yeah, I mean that's that that's what made that's what made the Israelites different was because mm-hmm. they were they, God does, had ordained for them to be yeah. a a people that was set apart, which is the literal meaning of holy yeah. to be set apart. Right. At least they were supposed to live. Supposed for God. to be. Yeah. So, okay, Bob, yeah, you want to go with the next guy here? Um, actually, maybe maybe uh, Zach goes. Oh, with I can the next read one. it a little bit better because it's Ricky it's, Gervais, and I don't know is, the, is that's the other Kirk, guy. I think that's Kirk Cameron. Oh, of course. So this is like a bunch oh of goodness. pictures of Rick. It's the same picture of Ricky Gervais talking to the same picture of Kirk Cameron back and forth, and it's like kind of a like. Well, Kirk Cameron's like making like different faces, but it's from the same like interview or whatever. Yeah, it looks like. And he looks kind of like befuddled, Kirk Cameron does. <laughs> so Ricky Gervais says, universe. Kirk Cameron goes, God did it. Uh, humans. God did it. Animals. God did it. Cancer. I'll say it in a British voice. What, what about cancer? God did. And then he like. Holds Stops. up for a second. He's like, um, Satan. <laughs> Satan is what Ricky Gervais says. And then Kirk Cameron goes, oh, God did it. <laughs> Again, back to, back, to our, back to our same weird point here. So it's funny because that, that is a contradiction, uh, contradiction a lot of people try and make sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, going back to our first meme here, which I think is a big prevalent thing with a lot of atheists or a lot of anti-Christians is that they they will immediately go to, well, God allows all this suffering. So whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, first of all, you're already acknowledging that God is allowing it. You can't have it both ways. You either, you either have to say as a Christian and as a non-Christian, you eventually have to come to the logic that either the world has a lot of bad stuff in it mm-hmm. and God is involved, but we just mm-hmm. don't know the full capacity of that or that there is no God, but there's still evil in the world. But you can't say like, well, God is allowing bad yeah. stuff to happen. Yeah, I mean, well, because it, what I mean, what, yeah, I, 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 I think that's true. Yes. I think that God yeah. is allowing bad yeah. stuff to happen. But, but I'm saying that their argument is, yeah. God is allowing bad stuff to happen. Therefore, he God is at fault. Yes, yeah. God is not stopping. Or it. that means he's not good. Is yes, what they try. yes, right. God is not stopping yeah. it. So either he's evil, yeah. or he doesn't, or you know, or so, yeah. or he doesn't exist. For, it's like, well, no, because the opposite of God. Of, of, of if God were to stop all these things, then we would have no free will to choose God. Right. We would have no yeah. free. It, it would either we would become robots. You know that that that's, that's a natural conclusion to that. If God stops all evil, then He yeah. stops us from doing whatever we want, and we just become robots right. under His control. And we no long. It's no longer a loving relationship. You know, he God wants us to have a, yeah. a loving relationship with us. That can only happen if we freely love Him back. I like the classic um, C.S. Lewis argument from Mere Christianity. Yeah, it's basically that for evil to exist, mm-hmm. good must exist. So by by which to shine a light and show what is and is not evil. What causes there to be a standard of what is good and bad? If there is no ultimate standard that we can point to. Yes. And at that point in his argument for Christianity, he's not even necessarily talking about the God of the Bible, but even just a God in general. Yes. Like there has to be some all good force and able for evil to, to even be evil, because otherwise, what is it? So, yes. so, and so, so you've got to have some sort of moral um, uh, code to, to by which to judge. How do by. we know that cancer is bad? Yeah. Like. Oh, oh, you know? oh, 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 you're not, that's not a rhetorical question. You're saying like, literally we have to have a basis for goodness. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah exactly. And so, so and, and in order to have a proper basis for what is truly good and not just someone's opinion, 
there has to be a moral, right. a, an actual moral code giver by which that 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 authority can rest yeah. on. Yeah. So, so we often don't discuss free will. I know that the, uh, I know that this meme is th- this meme touches on free will, but I, I just want to like we need to do an episode on this. But um, very seldom do Christians actually bring up scripture and try and like define what the Bible says about free will. They're like, oh, well, obviously free will is a thing. It's like, well, okay, let's look oh, at the oh. Bible. So um, in Proverbs, taken out of context, but all the stuff around it, Proverbs will, oftentimes Proverbs are like one thought things per mm-hmm. verse a lot of times. Sure, sure. So in Proverbs sixteen nine, it says, the heart of man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. But in Joshua twenty four fifteen uh, in the ESV, it says, and if it is evil in your eyes to serve the Lord, choose this day whom you serve, whether yeah. the gods your father served right. in the region beyond the river or the gods of the Amorites. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. So you're just establishing that the Bible lifts up choice as something that we have. Like it tells like, you to you, make You know choice. what? If you want to worship those yeah. gods over there, that that's your choice. But as for yeah. me and my house... This, so, is, this is where we stand. So here's here's the other side of this meme, which I think we need to also touch on and do an episode on. Suffering. Mm-hmm. Sure. So the Bible is very clear about suffering. Very, very clear. Um, evil, which we've talked about before, can come in many forms. Mm-hmm. Sometimes evil is referenced as like a tornado, having nothing to do necessarily with divine yeah, intervention. They call, that, they call that natural evil. Natural evil, yeah. right. But, but God is allowing and not interceding mm-hmm. and allowing something like that to occur, which is right. why it's inferred this way. And the world was paradise and didn't include that stuff until sin. That's exactly right. Yeah. So, so with, as far as cancer goes, as far as like Satan's uh, interaction with the world, that again, comes down to free will because, yeah. because, Cancer is a result of the the many diseases mm-hmm. of the hu- of yeah. the human genome. Well, it's and, literally and, like your your genes kind of going wild and like cloning yeah. themselves yes. at a crazy rate. And to the memes credit, mm-hmm. we do see in Job, for example, um, the book of Job, where where Satan mm-hmm. is given the ability yeah. to Job's actually, a hard uh, to, 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 yeah. he's book given to the ability understand. to actually affect Job's health. Satan is given that authority right. to to apply boils yeah. and skin conditions to him. So now. Right. With that being said, this idea that all cancer is the result of Satan, I think, is a lot more credit. At no point does omnipresence or all, uh, you know, uh, or omnipotency That's true. ever be yeah. given to Satan. He is one entity. He's not going around to every single cancer patient, touching them and giving well, them. Well, there's cancer. there's the devil, but then there's also the super devil. So that's true. <laughs> and the devil's child, <laughs> Lucifer, and his brother, Damien. And his brother, Morningstar. Oh, oh yeah. my goodness. Yeah. All the different you names. Guys. So, <laughs> and then Mia Farrow, his wife. Yeah. <laughs> From <laughs> Rosemary's baby. <laughs> and we've gone completely off the deep end. So, well, we're having go. fun. We're having fun. We're trying to keep it light. But one thing I will say is uh, just to just to kind of wrap this up. Yeah. Suffering in the scriptures, is, it, 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 the scriptures are very clear that suffering is a worldly thing. Mm-hmm. And James, my favorite book of the Bible, is very clear about how you should consider it joy when you face trials of many mm-hmm. kinds because those trials build endurance and build character. But also the scripture says, don't be conformed to the ways of this world. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not trying to say that all Christians should be okay with dying, but I think that everyone has a season. Everybody has, mm-hmm. like, I'm going to say it, the word destiny. Uh, and I think that everyone uh, who is uh, a a believer, a strong disciple of God um, has uh, a perfect destiny for them when it comes to, you know, uh, if they get sick, things like that. Oftentimes we pray for healing, um, but that's a mystery of the world is, uh, you know, why some live and why some die. And my short answer is as Christians, we just have to trust that God knows what he's doing. I think, you know, if you are, you know, if you know someone who is a Christian who honestly knows Jesus, but they struggle with cancer, die from cancer. You prayed for healing, but it just didn't happen on this side of eternity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's you right. Know, but healing still can happen in the next world. All right, so. Bob, what you got for uh, Willy Wonka here? So this is the classic meme of Willy Wonka kind of 
resting his. Uh, He's his, smug that Willy Wonka. Yes, the, the, yes. the smug smile with his yes. hand on the. <laughs> 1970s, where he's kind of leaning on a, you know, leaning on his, uh, got a, got a shoulder resting. Which wasn't what the original scene was really doing with his yeah. character. He's like, "Would you like to see?" And he's yeah. like asking them if they want to see the everlasting gobstopper thing. <laughs> yes, but they made it into like, oh, because he really? does look, he looks real sarcastic. There. Yes, right. and it, yes, and the, and the meme says the religion your parents taught you as a child is the one true religion. What a coincidence! <laughs> right, <laughs> um, and it's Which, funny because we actually read an apologetics book uh, called, I believe, "The Reason for God." Oh yeah, Tim Keller mm. Uh, mm-hmm. in a Bible study that discussed being born of a different location. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Is that the same book I'm thinking of? I don't know if it's in there. It might be. So um, I remember us getting on a certain. I've read multiple where, things about that. There, that is a hot topic. Uh, yeah. I even uh, tackled a little bit when I was first becoming mm-hmm. a Christian. About this idea of like, well, why would you be condemned to hell if you were ignorant of the true me- the the truth of Jesus because you were born in like let's say a Muslim country or a Buddhist yeah. country or something? Um, and so there was like all this apologetic stuff that went into it. I would say that there's a couple different viewpoints on that. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I would say that yeah. uh, I'm gonna just yeah. put this out here. I don't have a clear cut answer as to what's going yeah. on with that situation, but I will say this: in 2021. Every single person that is born who makes it to the age of 20 is going to know what Jesus and who Jesus is because we now have the internet. We now have whatever. And even in uh, second or third world countries, uh, a a good majority of the generations know who Jesus is. So, so, so here, here's the big thing that I struggle with is that um, religions, each religion claims to be true. And so at some point, one of the, uh, so the atheists would say none of them are true, and I get that. But as a follower of Jesus, I'm going to say, well, one of them, yeah, one of them has yeah. to be true. And so, which one is it? And yeah. so, the I've got evidence here that seems to show that Christianity is the one true religion, and I've got evidence that says mm-hmm. these other ones are not, and here's why. Yeah. And so, without getting to all those details, the point is that you know. Okay, yeah, sure. I just happen to be born into into a family that has the one true religion, but I know a lot of friends who were not born into, you know, Christian families but became followers of Jesus later. I yeah. was raised Catholic and then non-churchy for like a few years and mm-hmm. became a Christian. But yeah. I, I think that I think that everybody's seasons are different. I it, it's it's just one of those things. What what I will say what I will say is I I want to refute this meme real quick. I would argue that more than 50% of children that are raised in a very like pushy religious upbringing from both of their parents often rebel and don't become religious. Mm-hmm. Right. That's absolutely true. That's I would say true. that I would say that studies show that there's actually an adverse effect to being yeah, too I think that's overt. definitely true. No, no, yeah. I, no, absolutely. There's even um I, I would even make the argument without any uh hard evidence, but hard facts. But just off of anecdotal situations that some of the Christian universities around us would have larger parties than what a lot of the secular universities could ever sure. dream of. And when I say <laughs> larger parties, I'm talking they like are. wild and right. they uh, are we'll, Christian. We'll, we'll just go ungodly parties. They are Christian universities from an institutional standpoint. Yeah. Not necessarily from like the attendance there. Yeah. yeah. Right. And so another yeah. thing I will say is this. Um I think it's very, very difficult for a person like, and again, I'm not, I'm not going to say that atheists are ignorant, but I will say that a good portion of atheist memes or atheist uh, one-liners to the gotcha one-liners are spoken maybe from ignorance. Well, I I would actually argue the same is also true with a lot of Christian memes too. Both sides have a lot of, it ignorance is. that is presented that is, as if as yeah. if it's all factual. That's and, what a meme is. It's yeah. like a small pithy like right. comment. So that's what, <laughs> that's, that's, that's all that, I mean. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. So so in, in yeah. this case, I would say that the religion your parents taught you mm-hmm. as a child is the one true religion. I'd say that's also really hard because thirty years go by, and uh, mm-hmm. I, so, I believe so, that a den- even just within the same denomination. You are going to have a quite a mm-hmm. quite different outlook, especially in yeah. 2021. If you have parents that were born in the 60s and raised you, and you're our age now, um, and 
you know, you look back, I would guarantee your parents growing up in the 80s, 70s and 80s, maybe possibly being Christians is going to look way different than the, than the church today. Yeah. And oh, yeah. so does Absolutely. that mean that it's not like the same kind of foundational, you know, Christianity? Yeah. Maybe. But like, for example, Catholicism, I was raised Catholic. I am not a Catholic. Right. Uh, and I'm not saying I'm not going to trash Catholicism, but I find fundamental yeah. differences between my I, I, core I, belief system and the Catholicism. Sure. I, by the same token, I have some Catholic friends who I would consider to be dedicated followers of Jesus. So mm. yes, and so yeah. the, but the point yeah. is <laughs> the, 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 wrong meme. <laughs> you got served. You got yeah. unmeme. The, the yeah. point is, at some point, you've got to make your faith your own and make the actual choice. At some point, it's no longer your parents' faith. I think sure. this meme. It, I almost feel like it's imagining a very sheltered person who like yeah. grows up and never like questions anything. It's a blind belief system. Yeah, and I think that. I think that people like that in Christianity and in any like belief system really mm -hmm. kind of do exist. But I do think that um, most people, if they actually seek something and try to like find some answers and like question things, right. they're going to struggle a little bit. Like a lot of people have been going through um, like what they call deconstruction phase. Ah. Oh, and yeah, yeah I've, I've seen a couple of those. And so like, that's kind of the big thing. Like I've deconstructed my, my faith yeah. yeah, or my yeah. religion. And so a lot of people are leaving the church after saying that they've like questioned and like deconstructed mm -hmm. or whatever. But I also think that people, um, and I can attest that my wife kind of went through this, go through a deconstructing phase where they deconstruct certain things about like how they approach God. Yes. So some of their assumptions, some maybe. of their assumptions and come out on the other side with stronger faith. Absolutely. You know, you, you, you know? know what I, you know what yeah. uh, imagery comes to mind? Let's say you're like a mountain climber, which none of us are, but let's say you're a mountain climber and you get like up a certain part and you, and you get to like a really steep incline. You find there's like no foothold. There's no path up. Mm -hmm. And you're like rock, you're like rock climbing on the side of a, a mountain essentially. Um, and you say to yourself, you know what? This was like the wrong way mm -hmm. to get to the top. So a lot of times you got to like climb back and find mm -hmm. like a different way yeah. up. Right. And so uh, for some people, they just go all the way down and say, forget this mountain. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> say I've had enough. <laughs> so figure it out. So, so there you go. I, yes. I, I might even, I might even counter this meme with a similar one, but just the opposite, you know, the, you know, your parents taught you there was no actual religion. Wow, I mean, you know, what what and, and that's what you believe? You know, what a coincidence. <laughs> you got to college and your what your professors say just happens to be true about religion. religion? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, okay, what, yeah, what a you know, yeah. Moving on. Let's in, in other words, think for yourself. If both of them basically come down to the idea of think for yourself, and I think we would all all three of us would say, "Yes, we actually yeah. kind of agree with that with that mentality. Mm -hmm. Think for yourself." I I think that that yeah. is a, a smart thing yeah. to think. Christianity is, is a faith where you can think for yourself. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. All right. Theistic. Okay. So we have the yeah. buddy Christ pointing with the uh, thumbs up. Buddy Jesus. Buddy Jesus. Good old buddy Jesus. Um, uh, and I know what this is originally from is the movie Dogma. Dogma. Yeah. Um, and, uh, it, you know, for anybody who hasn't seen it, it's just a stature of Jesus pointing his finger at winking and with a thumbs up with the other hand. And so we have the text that says theist logic. Science can't prove the Big Bang or how life came into existence. Therefore, an invisible sky magician did it. If you don't believe me, then you're going to hell forever. <laughs> now, that's actually pretty funny. I like this one. So um, I, I actually like this one a lot. Um, and I would say that just because of the pure sarcasm and how quickly it escalates. <laughs> but but not only that, but I do think that it's funny because Zach has actually had a conversation with a friend of his mm -hmm. almost in the same logic as this. I will say this, though. I will say this. It's funny that we have this setup of, like, somebody already in, like, argument mode, uh -huh. I guess you could say. Because they say science can't prove the Big Bang or how life came into existence. Boom. Christians won, atheists zero. Right. <laughs> already right off the bat. Yes. So I, so here, here is what's funny about that is that is actually based in ancient theologian logic not necessarily modern theologian yes. logic. And, and, and what you're getting at is that, is that, you know, we've come a long way, uh, uh, theologically speaking, and become much more intellectual than what this is, seems to present it as. I believe Thomas Aquinas has the theory of the unmoved mover, which is what mm -hmm. this is sort of starting from. Um, but also... Um, 
but the sky magician thing, which is fun, which is, which is a lot of fun. <laughs> um, and the going to hell for everything, which is also kind of fun. It's a very like slapsticky way yeah. of explaining things, but I would argue that what is presented here is actually all true. <laughs> I cannot find yeah. fault in this logic. Well, I, 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 the, the one thing I would say is that science has pretty much proven the Big Bang theory and and, and the idea that you know life originated. I, I, for example, I'll, I'll just come out and say it. I am not a young Earth creationist. Um, I'm not either. But so 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 you guys which, are which, both gonna burn. Yes, nah. which, which a lot of people a lot of people would say you can't be a Christian without being a young Earth creationist. So and I, I get that and and I've I've heard those arguments and okay. if we ever want to have that discussion I can go into it but that's not this is not the time or place. Let's my, have Ken Ham on. So, oh, I I have a friend yes. who's friends with him. Yes, my my point is is the fact that um that this is the this is this goes back to that false dilemma of science and religion having this dualistic if you have okay. one you can't have right. the other or yes and, and the fact of the matter is when when scientists first came across the big bang theory you know what the response was they hit it they hit it because they felt like it was going to give credibility to the existence of god because the universe actually they, they discovered the universe has a beginning yeah so and, and so whereas mm-hmm. before the big bang it's just the universe always is and always was and always will be. There yeah. was no beginning or end. And Christian, and yet Christians say in the beginning, in the beginning, well, there is no beginning. All of a sudden, we've got a big bang. Holy crap, there's a beginning. So, Wait till they find out that it's flat. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> so what's interesting, and this, this can be sort of like you said, we need to make this a, like a, another time discussion. Yeah. But um, science, as we understand science, modern science, and the way we understand faith and religion, mm-hmm. as far as Christianity goes, they use the same methodology. They oh, really yeah. do. Yes, they so both. So, with the absence of knowing it. full the full picture of something, they make yeah. they make a very like educated or logical guess as to the explanation. Correct. So, with science, we can't. You know, we weren't there for the Big Bang, or we or for for the old Earth. We weren't there six thousand years ago. So the Bible has an account mm-hmm. up to 6,000 years, mm-hmm. but we're not there right. at the 6,000 year mark. We don't see if there was an earth before that or anything. Mm-hmm. So some new earthers make an educated guess based on that. Some scientists make an educated guess about the creation of the universe and how that happened or how no life existed. And then somehow magically we came out of the water into these super advanced beings. So here's what I can say. When you really get down to brass tacks, I think that science will end up supporting Christianity mm-hmm. more than it refutes yes. it. Yeah. And, and the idea that science hasn't found it yet, so therefore God did it, is called is is, is actually a logical fallacy known as the God of the gaps theory. And what and the problem is that when we as Christians put our faith in the God of the gaps, well, science can't prove it, therefore God did it. Is that when science does come up with an answer? Then what we've built our foundation on crumbles, mm-hmm. and and so our our right. faith should not be built yeah. on science can't explain it, therefore God, because when science does explain it, then where is God in your life? If that's all God is yeah. to you, is an answer for what for the un, for the currently unexplainable, then that makes no sense. And yet here we are. God gave us a brain to think, and we're using that brain to understand His creation. Why is that so wrong? A lot of atheist memes are based on like the most literal, like fundamental reading of scripture. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you yeah. know, like memes that are about like the seven day or young earth uh, creation kind of stuff. Um, you know, they don't really take into account that um, Genesis is a certain specific type of literature, mm-hmm. you know, that's making like a theological point about who God no, is. No, don't mix weaves and uh, certain fibers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's, and right. that's all I need to know. That's a stupid <laughs> argument. So. <laughs> so, 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 uh, I'll just close it. I'll just, well, this is a bigger yep. conversation than oh, we yeah. can handle. Yeah, yeah. But, but it's, but it's, a, but I, but it's a fun conversation that comes yeah. as a result of a simple meme. How about that? That's that's pretty awesome. Zach, do you want to handle Genesis 6-3? Okay. So it's uh, the picture of God from the painting. Um, I think it's the Sistine Chapel. I don't know if it's yeah. the Sistine Chapel. It may be some other painting. Uh, it's very bold looking no, no, God. Oh, oh, oh yes. This is a Michelangelo, Michelangelo painting of, of God reaching out his finger to, yeah. touch, uh, to touch the finger. Of I don't know if this, I'm saying that it's probably representing that, but I'm fairly certain the Michelangelo 
uh, picture is a true uh, side by side. Like it's like it's a true like looking at the side of the face pointing out. This, okay. So this might be anyway, so, something else. One. But the point is, anyway. is that it's meant to be a picture of so picture uh, a representing that a big depiction of God of yeah. sorts. And it's, you know, the Gandalf type of God, you know, with yes. the white beard. And the yeah, the big beard, the white hair, <laughs> it just uh, says, muscular with tan skin. So moving on, it just says Genesis 6-3. Uh, then the Lord said, my spirit will not contend with humans forever, for they are mortal. Their days will be 120 years. And then right beneath it, it's this old lady, uh, very nice looking old lady, Jean uh, Louise Calment laughs in 122 years old. Do you guys remember <laughs> yeah. how you could like laugh in something? Yeah, I know. Laughs in 23 personalities. Um you know. <laughs> right. So so um what's what this is interesting. <laughs> yeah. This is interesting and, because and, and this is a difference between Greek mentality Genesis and, and, and 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 ancient uh, Jewish mentality. And what I mean by that is that the Israelites and the way that they wrote things Numbers were never exact. They were that always that they, they were meant to be representative. It was forty days and forty nights, you know. Yes, give or take. Anybody who wants, yeah. To yeah. So, so it, and because uh, literal hundred percent accuracy to the writers of the of, that that was never the important. The important mm -hmm. was the concepts it was teaching. Yeah. God's point was that man is not going to live super long any longer. And so 100 sure. uh, so 100 Before that they were living like 900 years. Yeah. yeah they exactly. were like the elves. Yes, I think <laughs> I think Noah was like 600 years old or something like that when with, Show me where is Gandalf for I, I much desire to, to speak, speak with, with him. him. Um I have one for atheists. I I would challenge all atheists. Even if you don't believe in God, you don't believe in Jesus Christ, I want you to read Genesis 2:6 and tell me definitively did it rain on that day or did dew rise up yes. out of the ground? Study Hebrew first so that you can just be even more confused <laughs> as to which one. But yeah, Genesis 6, this is the story taking place right before the flood. And we talked about this on the episode about the Nephilim. We did. Mm -hmm. So you all should check that out if you haven't heard it already. This comes right but, as a kind of punishment yeah. for the sins of... Mm -hmm. uh, of... Of his creation. Well, what are they? Fallen angels, fallen AKA angels, sons of God, sons of God. Yeah, potentially. Yeah, uh, gods and themselves. If, and what that actually the means? Council, the council, divine council. Yeah. So we did an entire series on this. Um, yeah. uh, about I guess it was about thirty episodes. The spiritual now? beings. Spiritual <laughs> beings. Three episodes ago. Spiritual beings that live in the heavens came down and had relations with humans, and um, the entire earth was cursed. And they were big. Possibly, they were, they were possibly some big dudes, Nephilim and ladies. <laughs> so, anyway, lady Nephilim. Yes. So, so okay. But it also what says that mean? it also says that mankind was wicked in all their ways. Yes, you know, and yeah. so God was gonna start over with a new family based on one righteous family, Noah. And so um, after this point, God changes the way things work. And people are no longer living these huge long lives anymore. I, I gotta so. give it. I really do. I think that I have to give it to uh, this meme and say like, give it credit. Well, well, this is what I will say about it. Yes, there are times when allegorical language is not really factual, and it yeah. is confusing both for yeah non Christians and Christians. And absolutely, so, because because we grow up understanding it from our cultural perspective. Mm -hmm. We have to differentiate in the scriptures oftentimes between what is meant to be factually mm -hmm. relevant and mm -hmm. what is meant to be allegorically relevant. And so, and, I think and, and, this, and knowing that difference can be difficult. So I think that I think that this is an absolutely good point. That sometimes we're just That's like, true. what? Like, oh, yeah. This is weird. Yeah, I think the oldest person uh, living. Uh, record wise who lived in like more recent years was like 150 years old no I'm pretty sure let me look it up i will look it up and we'll see i think it was closer to like the 120s but yeah this uh, lady still alive at 122 mm -hmm. is she the oldest living woman it looks like that um that she um as of october it looks like she might have uh the oldest person to ever live and the oldest person ever female was uh, uh, was Jean Louise Calmet. Yeah, yep. same person. Yes, who who died at the age of one hundred and twenty two years and and one hundred and sixty four days old. So one hundred twenty two and a half years old. Wow. So 
So so so she was the oldest person yeah. on record that we have. Nah. So so here's so she here's, probably just like added a couple extra birthdays. So here's one from history. His <laughs> name was Zaro Aga, and it, he was born February sixteenth, seventeen seventy four, and died June 29th, nineteen thirty four. What? 160 years, it says. This is Istanbul, Turkey, but I don't know for sure. Mm, so. Anyway, so I had heard of some, but hey, 120 years is probably like 40 years longer than I'm going to live. So I'm <laughs> <laughs> just saying. <laughs> All right. So, okay. Next meme. Uh, right. I think it, Bob, I think yeah. it's your turn. So so this is a to-do list. And, and so it's actually titled the top things to do. And it looks like like uh, um, uh, your classic uh, school school style paper, you know, with the lines in it. Numbered. Yep. And it looks like it's been handwritten. And so number one says world peace. Um, and number two says cure cancer. And both of those two have been uh, can- have been uh, scratched out with red ink and with a side across it. It, says, it looks like it's written in markers. It's too hard. Ugh. And then number three. made in paint. This is cute. Yes. And then n- <laughs> number three says a pure and toast. Number four, help score touchdown. Number five, find parking space. And number six, make sure there uh, uh, there be one one last cookie. Make sure there be one, one last, last cookie. cookie. <laughs> and then at the bottom it says Yahweh. And so. Oh, that's good. That's good. Um, so, so um, again, I got to I got to give credence to the to the truth of this meme. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, what it says about us as a people. It's more about what it says about uh, what I would say casual Christians. Yeah. Yes. And how they view God. Oh, God. Oh, man. If you just help the Jets win, you know, if you just help the, yes. the Patriots win. this Or, 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 no, or, or the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay. Yeah, we do. <laughs> what, as we are recording this, uh, the Super Bowl just happened yesterday. So yes. That's interesting. And so, so we're, but, you know, the idea of curing cancer, well, I, I, that's too hard for me. Do you I'm think dying. God would really give Tom Brady another blowout Super Bowl? <laughs> or did Tom Brady, uh, you know, did he dedicate his football career to, you know, the other guy? Um, is, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Family wow. Guy. I'm pretty sure wow. it's Family Guy who does That's like a so thing mean. about how uh, Peter really wants so the Pats mean. to win. Yeah. And he eventually gets to meet up with God. Yeah. And he's like, God, I just have one question. Why, why are you trying to make the Pats lose now? And God's like, uh, I ain't trying to do that. And he goes, come on, God. And he's like. Bill Belichick is a <laughs> jerk. He never smiles or laughs at anything. Look at my beautiful creation. Yeah. I've given him all these Super Bowls. He doesn't and obviously, do anything. Yeah. The no. providence there went with Tom Brady since, you know, the um, the Patriots lost in a division with Ooh. the Browns in it. So. <laughs> no, I, I was I, kind of related to this. I did see a meme the other day. It was a picture of a, uh, a there's two panel comic and the first panel had a football player scoring a touchdown with his finger up in the air and says this one's for you jesus the second panel was like uh was like jesus sitting in clouds but with in front of a television but he's watching hockey instead <laughs> <laughs> now that's a classic meme we, we're gonna good. we need to do a uh, we need to do an episode on christian memes because yeah. i think this will be a lot of fun but um so all i can say is this we fall short and start thinking mm-hmm. that I wouldn't say that it's impossible for God to grant any prayer. He, he has the power to, yes. yeah. but we have to also believe that God is a little more discerning than that. Yes. And so, and do I believe that God really cares about the mundane parts of my life? Yes. Do I think God has given me parking spaces and, and a magically creating one more cookie or, or things I don't know. He What's make, that phrase spoken he make, in? He made there be one more cookie. <laughs> what, what is that thing asked and answered or spoken and received or something? Like a, like a, yeah. that pro, that uh, prosperity gospel thing? Name it oh, and claim it. Name it and claim it. Thank you. Name yeah. it and claim it. I That's named true. it. I named it the Patriot Show yes. this year. That's yes, true. but appear and toast. That, that, one, that one might be my favorite. Or, or um, I remember there being a, uh, like a weird, like, painting of Mary that was like rust on the side of like a house somewhere. Mm. Those are always very it's the fun. virgin. She just appeared. Yeah. She yeah. appeared somewhere. Right. So, so I got to say that means pretty on point. That's a, that's a good jab at Christians. I'll, I'll take that one on the hip. It's not that <laughs> we don't believe that God can, or even would do some of these things, but we also know that God has a plan. He's the God of the universe. Yes. That's right. So. That's right. Is God in charge of like all the quantum theory? Yes. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know. Interesting. I, I mean, you could argue a hundred years ago, the idea, you know, cross out cure polio, you know, or something like that. It's, 
Yeah. You know, and, and so, but eventually, um, you know, we found a way to cure polio. I would argue it's through the intelligence that God gave us and it continued to pass down from generation to generation that led to those cures. And so just as a personal note, which we won't get into right now, I have, I, to this day, still struggle with God's intercession, like mm-hmm. like how it all works, you know, yes. because God is discerning when, and why. when yeah. and why, God's discernment over when he intercedes. So uh, I... I would say that it's more than fine to be struggling or seeking to, to find the truth about God's intercession. But I will say that uh, you shouldn't be in the mindset to just be like, I want that parking space, God. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like at any given moment, you're just like, God, give me this, you know, last candy yeah. bar. I don't know. Yes. Thank you, God, for giving me that green light. Yeah, that's right. Okay. So what's nice. next? Okay. So. Whose turn is it? I think it's yours. Mine? No, no, I'm sorry, Colin. My phone's dead. Oh, your phone's dead. Okay. Here, I'll take this. We were either on Freddy or we were on We're Batman. on Freddy. We're on Freddy. Yeah. Bob's, so, is, Bob's you, are you're, out of order. You're, you're going, oh, mine are out of order? Well, they're not necessarily out of order. It's just that on our phone, it's very linear. Like, each picture comes one yeah. at a time. Yes. Well, well, the, the, well, that one right there is actually like three above where we were. Okay. It's no big deal. Just read Freddy. I'm just going to read the Freddy one. Yeah. Okay. So it's Freddy Krueger. He's got his hands kind of locked together, which is surprising because they're blades. Um, and then, um, oh, I don't know if I should read the thing in the very, very middle, but it says like FB dash I stay woke, but <laughs> so it must be the person who posted it. But okay. So here's what it says. It's Freddy Krueger text in the top text in the bottom. And it says in the text in the top saying you should worship Jesus just in case you die. And he does exist. Oh, we're getting into the- theological stuff again. Pascal's wager <laughs> is like saying you shouldn't go to sleep just in case Freddy exists. Now, let me just squash this argument right now. Okay. If, if history for the last 2000 years said, and what there was a lot of people who believed yes, with evidence, with evidence, well with, with written evidence, at least like I'm talking like biblical and like maybe miracle design witnesses, 500 witnesses, witnesses and the testimony of many others that died for it. Yeah. And they all, pointed to the fact that Freddie would kill you in your sleep. You better bet that the government by now would have found a way to make us all stay awake forever (laughs) just to be on the safe side. I think this is a bad argument because if, if Freddie killing people in their sleep was treated the same way that God, his authority has traveled all through history to today and has still remained a major part of almost every culture is this, a theological yeah, but, idea. Now, if yeah. Freddie, if Freddie was yeah. just as much believed that he would kill you when you go to sleep, <laughs> then you better bet people would hedge their bets on going to sleep. Yes. The it, Crusades, like, the Crusades would have like showed up at the Holy Land and everybody would already be dead in yes. their sleep. You know what they would have said? <laughs> they would have said, "I don't necessarily believe that Freddie kills you when you sleep, but I might as well take that never sleep pill <laughs> just to be on the safe side." And the, the problem is arguing against a positive by presenting a negative. I forget which which logical fallacy, but I'm pretty sure that this there's a logical fallacy yeah. here because you can't prove a negative, but but you can often right. show evidence for a positive. It's much harder to prove a negative. Uh, Saying saying all burgers taste delicious is like saying getting kicked in the cow, kicked in the stomach by a cow uh, never hurts. (laughs) It's like, no, that doesn't really work. (laughs) Wait, maybe I'm not doing that right. But anyway, all I'm trying to say is that if like, cause he's saying, saying uh, you should worship Jesus just in case you die and he does exist. So for mm, thousands of years, culturally, people have continued to believe this. They follow what the scripture says for Christians, but also for, um, I mean, even, even Muslims, uh, acknowledge Jesus and, and, and Jews, yeah. uh, it, it, they may not feel the same way about his, um, purpose in the, in the world and in, in existence, but for so many culturally to agree that Jesus is a thing, then, to, then to say like, oh, and it's the same as saying, don't go to sleep because Freddie will kill you. It's like, well, if all the world truly believed that, right. you better believe our culture and would then, have. Would and have then Freddie, and it. then Freddie appeared to countless other witnesses, and Freddie <laughs> killed innumerably more people than can be written about in this book. <laughs> I love wow. that. I love awesome. Wow. Okay, so this this is Don Draper, right? 
The Mad Men. That's what I added. Yes. Yeah. Okay. The bottom part is part of the meme. I don't know why it's okay. skewed lettering. Interesting. Okay, so it's a guy from Mad Men. He's like got his drink and he's looking kind of sassy. Maybe we can close on this one because I think we're almost out of time. We are almost right out of time. Yeah. yeah, this is a good one. Okay, so we'll we'll do this one. Um, oh, you're tired of my anti-religion posts? Why don't you pray for me to stop? And at the bottom it says, if people are complaining about your atheist posts on Facebook, just keep it rolling, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, they call it. They call it something I don't think is appropriate to say the curse word of, but it's called S word post. Like, yeah, you should go out and S post trolling basically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so, you know what? I got to say there was a time in my life when I would have totally agreed. (laughs) I I think it's a very volatile Mm -hmm. time. I would love to get back to an age where people can roll. Just take a joke. Ease ease up and take a joke. There is a lack of humor right now. (laughs) Yeah. People are like, no, you push my buttons even a little bit in it's world war three in my life. Yeah. Yes. And I'm going to convince you by arguing with you on Facebook about it. Yeah, exactly. So, so I actually, I like that one. I think it's fun. I do. I like it too. You Um, know, what's funny is like, my reaction, okay. my reaction yeah. to that wouldn't be, I need to pray for this guy to just shut up. Yeah. My reaction would be like, I'll pray for this guy. See, <laughs> like, seriously. It, right. But see, that's the thing. That's the thing. It, again, brings Y'all up, need Jesus. Again, yeah. brings up a good point of truth. Yeah. And that is, we might just do that. Yeah. <laughs> we, might, we will. We might just pray for you. Yeah. <laughs> now, um, so, so here's, here's what's interesting about conviction uh, and it's for atheists. I have a small story to say, just a small story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not going to say who it is. I'm just going to say the situation, whoever might be listening, who would recognize this situation would be fun. But, um, I was traveling with two friends of mine, both of which are atheists. One of which had to say a snarky comment to me in the car because they knew I was a Christian. And they said, mm-hmm. Oh, what are we listening to air one? And like, you know, trying to be like dumb to me. <laughs> And I was like, uh, I don't really even like modern Christian music anyway, which everybody knows. <laughs> and so we get to Kidoba, and I purposefully moved ahead of this person in line and paid for their dinner. Burning hot coals in their head, which is what I do. <laughs> Says the Bible. Says the Bible. So then he gets in the line and he's like, what? Why'd you do that? And I was like, because Christ loves you. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, and and the other guy that was my, you know, my friend who is also there just like cracked up laughing, just like, oh, man. And so, so and so, so for those of you who don't, who, who are slowly learning more and more about Colin every day, Colin is a, is a firm believer of killing people with kindness. If kindness in the past, I have been yes. it, lately, it's been harder to do that. But yes. well, yes, yeah. yes. You know, a pandemic kind of makes that hard for, for most people. But the point still stands is that you I love, do like paying for people's food, when yes. they're, especially when they're mean. Yes, you, you 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 thoroughly enjoy yeah. you know being kind to people who have been mean as a way to um, no, no not as a way of getting back to them but it's it's just it's part of who you are it's 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 your way of defusing the situation. I and it's funny too because an atheist actually taught me an important lesson about that. Yeah, that uh, he he said I was one of the more altruistic persons he's ever met, but that I should ask myself this question: Do certain people deserve my altruism? Mm. And I said, you know, I'm going to really think about that because there are people in my life who have, you know, regardless of what I've done, uh, uh, been a pooper. And so there was a time when I was like, you know what? Sure. Like, you know, somebody, somebody who was really mean to me at work was like, I'm having a going away party. Are you going to like come? And I was like, mm, I'll see. <laughs> and then, Chan- you know, my friend Chandler's just like, don't, don't go. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to my words. Heed my words. <laughs> So, um, so, so all I can say is this, I think that you should pray for people who are trying to troll you. I think that is a good practice for Christians. Just in general, because it helps put you, put your focus back because Jesus turn the other cheek. People pray for your more literally to this idea. Jesus tells us to pray for enemies. Yeah. And so whether or not you view them as your actual enemies, you should still pray for them because whether you because they are your enemies or because they're not your enemies, you should still pray for them. Right. I agree. Um, so, Okay. Um, Bob, are we out of time? Do we have time for any more or should we just call it on this? I, I think, I think it's a good place to call. It. I think that's a fun place to stop. I like that because we it, can always find more. There are a ton of these. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah. so I think we should, I think we should double this up next week with a Christian memes one. I, I really think that'd do. That'd be fun. Interesting. Um, just a I, two-parter on this. Yes. And, and maybe even, maybe, yeah, I like that. I like Some that. of my favorite Christian memes are literal, like taking 
a situation from the Bible and like doing goofy pictures to like illustrate it. It's so great. Yeah. To me, it is one of the funniest things I found on the internet. I'm in a Christian Star Wars memes group. So it's all Christian Star Wars memes. And it's all like. um, No, 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 Zach, I'm going to tell you right now. We can't have just all Christian Star Wars memes next week. (laughs) It can't be all Star Wars, but some of them are pretty good. Um, so there's, there's a lot of good meme formats, especially from the prequels. One thing you guys will know too, if, if we've mentioned it before, Zach, Zach doesn't necessarily, he's never really watched like a lot of the office, but he at least knows about the office, but a lot of Christians use the office. That's true. There's a lot of office memes. Too. So one of my favorite <laughs> by far, this will just be a tail end on this. Then we'll pick it up next time. Uh, one of my favorite by far is Michael Scott. He brings this, uh, this uh, uh, care, like this, package of sweets and treats and snacks and stuff to these clients who have like not decided to uh, re up with Dunder Mifflin, the company. And he brings this basket and says like, here, this is for you in case you decide to come (laughs) back, you know? And so the one guy's like, Hmm, I don't know. And then he's like, just take the basket. It's fine. Then later he comes back and is upset that the guy was so snooty and is like, give me the basket back. And he gives it back to him, but it's missing a certain snack called a, like a tr- like a like a chocolate turtle truffle. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So the meme that is amazing is just uh, Noah uh, as the flood is beginning to come over the horizon, and it's him going, "Where are the turtles?" <laughs> <laughs> It's so good. I mean, and so I'm thinking if we just we just bank on stuff like that next yeah. week, that'll be a lot of fun for an episode. But um, yeah, I hope you guys had fun. Um, I don't think any of these memes are necessarily bad. I don't. I, I wonder if it would send the wrong message if we posted atheist memes. But I think if we put a like a, no, I, I, a I, title uh, up there and say like, hey, this is yeah. not. Yeah, th- this is the content we talked about in today's episode. There you go. And so, yeah, no, I think that's important to do. We should probably post. Like so, so you, you so you can follow. We probably even should put at the beginning of the video, uh, video, beginning of our podcast here today that, you know, they can, they can follow along on our Facebook page. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so check us out on Facebook um, and uh, check us out on Patreon. Check us out on all the places you get your podcast and we will catch you next time. Peace.